Pathway Studios in Johnston proper. You are live from the path. And you're listening to Live from the Path. We're coming from the Pathway Studios here in Johnston proper. It's good to be with you. I know you, I know you missed me. It's good to be rich. Is this live? Yeah. Oh, oh no. No, no. It's not actually live? No, I keep the sensor button on just in case we say something foul. So I can't cuss. I mean, you can. You can. It creates more work for me. I'm going to do it. Which then ends up being uh, it, it being a double cussy because then I get r- I get rough upset because people have been using language. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm be, gonna, I'm gonna, gonna say a bad word. I'm gonna use big words just so Ben has to work on the podcast. <laughs> I've got some strongly worded thoughts. Okay, here's what we got going on the show uh, this evening. So uh, to kick off your uh, your year with a real puff. We're gonna do uh, woke or joke. I hated that so much. Kick you with the kick with the off big, your you with a real puff. Big cloud of excitement. <laughs> big cloud of excitement. Do, do some uh, woke or joke. Uh, this is America's second fastest growing internet game show, of which uh, Buva provides you with a a name, and you have to decide whether that is a, a new age church or a weed shop. Yes. Okay. And this is uh, how many you got? Ten. Uh, yeah, I'd say ten to twelve. Okay. Okay. For some reason, it's a nebulous figure. It just depends on how well it's going on. If I'm like terrible at, at doing these and you guys are guessing them all right, and then I go, oh, fooey. Oh, okay. You can get demotivated by <laughs> the, the closest to a cussy you're going to hear from me is fooey. <laughs> okay. Better uh, that up, Ben. All right. All right. All right. And then we got, uh, oh, uh, the, the question is, is it possible that the Lord has handed out uh, cell phone numbers to randos? Yeah, I think I think so. Okay, you think that's real possible? Yeah, I think that like somehow a, a new number was generated for a person I know, and then out of nowhere they started getting Jesus text messages every morning uh-huh. while they're fighting their own sobriety, mm-hmm. and like immediately goes, "Hey man, are you texting me every morning and saying this stuff?" I'm like, "No." He goes, "Is your wife?" And I went, "No, that's not her number." And he goes, "I have no idea who this is." I was like, "Well, then you shut your mouth and you don't ask." You let those those come through. So. Let them fly. Live from the Pathway Studios in Johnston Proper. What, what, what are you making those? You uh, are back live from the Pathway. <laughs> I don't know. I was just thinking something else, and then I started digging on it. It's a real fooey of a time. My own self. Sorry. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, real quick. I'm going to tell you something. Look at heaven. I shut, I shut down the radio. I don't listen to the radio no more. Like, I don't listen to tunes at all. I got 40 minute drive into work. And I sit in dead silence. Like a, like a, like a creepy old That's creepy. Yeah. But here's the thing. I decided that, like, uh, if I if there was a possibility for music on my drive, I would I would rush through my prayer to get to the tunes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, as soon as the prayer's done, then I'm going to fire up the tunes, you know? And then, instead of, like, focusing on talking to Jesus like I want, I start thinking of what songs I want to play once I'm done praying. <laughs> and so, like, I took I, I took it out. And, like, I bet I, I'm two months in. I'm two months wow. into to rolling this. Like, I just don't listen to the radio. And I miss it. Like, I, I mean, I'm a worship leader for heaven's sakes. And so, like, I miss these tunes. But, like, honestly... Uh, it's the best. You're not sitting there going, "All right, I got to get done with Jesus so I can listen to some Ram Jam." No, no, that's the no. thing. Because like, if you if uh, that's that's a problem with like a mindset where you like try to schedule yeah Jesus into your day yeah uh, because it's always got a hard stop and everything comes as a priority over it. So like, if you were running late to work, you're like, "I'd love to keep this up," but 
I, you know, I don't even have enough time to actually talk to you, Jesus, in a yeah. good and righteous way. So, like, I'm just going to, oh, we're going to push this. It's going to be on hold, you know? And I'm not saying that, like, your whole life gets to be this wispy, nonconformist thing where you, like, pray all the time and then, like, randomly show up to your obligations whenever you want. That's not the deal. But, like, uh, I think, uh, yeah, I, it's been a huge help to know, like, if I, if I, like, reward myself for doing a, an obedient thing, like, I will rush through it to get to the reward. And so I just thought... Uh, this needs to go away, and so like on its on its uh, face, um, I found that very helpful to like just I just cut the tune. But I have a very long drive too. That doesn't work for everybody, but like I don't know if you think about it in your situation of uh, of you know of like when you are praying or what time you're devoting, and you're like, am I am I cutting it short? Like you like in preparation for let's say you you want to be an early morning Bible reader, yeah, and you have to leave the house at seven to get to work, or you have to go to your computer at seven thirty. If you get up at seven and go, this is enough time. This won't screw me. Uh, you've not given enough room. You know, if if you're looking at it right, you should get up five thirty, and then hope. and then hope God's done early. So maybe you can have some cornflakes. <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? Like set yeah. some set some time. I think we're underestimating our time, right? Like the amount of time that you want to actually be able to talk, like to get your prayer life get deeper, so you're not just going like. I pray for my family. I pray for my work stuff. You know, whatever. Like, you can get through that in, like, three minutes. And so, like, you're probably not giving him much time to talk back to you, for one. <laughs> Meditate on a Bible verse or something or, like, a thing that God has you going through. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, all I'm saying is, like, I uh, I don't think you got to be crazy about it. But, like, I can almost guarantee you're shortchanging. And then you're, and then you're going, where's God at? I don't yeah. see him in my life. I don't see him moving in my life. I don't see and like it's not like a God's like you give me this amount of time and I will do x amount of miracles or crazy things in your life. But you know how many things you don't notice if you don't talk to him. If you don't give him the time. Yeah. If you don't like if you plow through three chapters of Matthew cuz that's your Bible reading plan when really he wanted you to sit and like soak in two verses yeah. and just let them get all up in your bones. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you're like, "No, my thing is, I'm going to read three chapters a day and then yeah. burn through it. And like, he don't need, he don't care about no three chapters a day. He wanted them two verses to soak into your DNA, you know? I was just about to say that because that's, that was actually one of the big things that I did last year was, was I really wanted to kind of like figure out what it looked like to read my Bible daily, right? And I turned it into, well, five chapters a day seems holy. And so what what that turned into very quickly was like, okay, I'm three chapters in and now I'm kind of not paying that much attention anymore, but I got two more to go. Let's get through it. And like in the last couple months, I'm like, forget that, man. Like, I don't need to read a specific amount of chapters. Like, I just want to read. And like when something hits me, I go, oh, I got to stop right there. I got to let that sit in for a second. Like, I don't need to read two more chapters to feel holy. Like, I just need to sit here and go, all right, Lord, you're obviously grabbing a hold of my heart and saying something about you and something about me in this moment. Let me hold on to that. And I've been reading a Psalm a day for about two weeks now. Yeah. It's been friggin' awesome. Like, I read the Psalm and then I go, oh my gosh, I've never read it that way. And I read it again. And then I go, oh my gosh, I've never heard it that way either. And I read it again. And it's like, whatever. If I read it once and I feel good, okay. If I read it 10 times and I'm like, man, I really need to just keep echoing that over and over again great yeah i think i mean like uh, uh in the big picture there's people who love jesus and are like burning their lives for this thing they ain't read but probably eight chapters <laughs> you know what i'm saying like they're in the word they're digging on it you know but like they can't tell you exactly who the minor prophets are <laughs> they don't have any idea they know that somewhere in there it says uh you know like nothing formed against me shall stand 
But they, uh, you know, I mean, ask them what book they're like, ah, I don't, I don't know. Like, and I think you should know that. Like, if you're new to the faith or like you feel like you want, I think you should read through the whole Bible. That's a, that's a, a given. Yep. It's all God's word and it's all good. And like, I think you should like, like take a prime focus on when Jesus is talking and that's all, all good, you know, but like. If you're looking to deepen your relationship, I would say that the the speeding is not the right way. Like you want to take in the landscape, you slow down. Like you want to take in the hills and the valleys and the and the beautiful scenery of Utah, you hike it. You know what I'm saying? You don't burn through it at 70 miles an hour, stop at three gas stations and get to California. You know what I'm saying? Like you you get in it. You get in it and you and you sit there and you take into birds and the lakes and all that jazz, which sounds terrible yeah. to me. But <laughs> no, I think that's right. I think if, if uh, this seems difficult because it's not prescriptive, it doesn't right. say this is exactly what you have to do to, to be holy. But like, holy doesn't come from hurry. <laughs> like it doesn't. Nice. It doesn't just. You're welcome, everybody. Bumper that's sticker. a shirt. Yeah. So like, like it's it's okay. It's okay to steep it, but it it also doesn't mean like. Let's say you read the Psalm eight. And you took it in, and you're like, I, I, you know, it didn't, it didn't hit me necessarily. Like, it's not, it's just like it's not necessarily holy to hit ten chapters. If you read one and then soak on it, and then like read it three times, and it's just not moving anything. Yeah, right. You didn't fail either. Like the the point was, and I think the overarching thing that you're getting at, like even as you were talking about, you're not not listening to tunes on the way into work, is that like. We're just you're just not approaching it like how do I squeeze it in or uh, how do I mark it off? It's it's just intentional time, and that could end up being ten chapters. It could be a yeah. uh, you know ten lines. It doesn't particularly matter. The are the the counts outside of this are arbitrary. Let's just let's see if we can eliminate the hurry related to it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to apologize to the state of Utah for driving seventy miles an hour through it, stopping at three gas stations, to make a way to California. There's yeah. a good chunk of Utah that ain't worth stopping in, but there's a good <laughs> chunk that is. You know what I'm saying? I, I remember that, like, I think it was probably a month back. I was reading Isaiah, and like, it starts to get a little repetitive, you know. Yeah. And like, like God's making His point, and like the people are rebellious, and then, but like, it was something so so silly that He's like, "I will bring these mountains low, and then and then I will do it," and that was all He said. And I'm like. Man, does it sound like God is not kidding around? Like when he says he's going to do something, he's like, I know what you're thinking. I won't bring that mountain down. Oh, I will. Oh, I will do it. And <laughs> I I'm absolutely like, will do that. Who is the God that I'm dealing with? Like this sat on me for like three days. Like like it, because I was, I, was, I was looking for hope. I was looking for an injection of hope in my life that God it can be trusted. Oh, yeah. And he is faithful. And then like he just keeps, comes burning in with, yeah, here's all these crazy things. And I will do it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay, good enough. <laughs> it's like, all right, Lord. I did, you know, I read. I was reading through Job, and I was reading into the message. And I, w- oh. I will say that the the message is very good for Job. Sure. Like the arguments are really good. Uh, they're rendered very well. Like it's, um, I don't know how else to put. Like I was compelled. Like as you're reading and listening to these guys talk, you're like, yeah. Like reading C.S. Lewis do a, count, a point counterpoint with himself. Yeah, kind of. Right. Like you're <laughs> in the middle of an players. argument. And and actually, one of the things I was hit with, I remember the last time I read through Job, you know, you walk away and you're like, uh, and you agree, God will eventually say this. Like he takes Job to task and then he starts laying into these friends. Mm-hmm. But like he lays into the friends because of their lack of generosity. Yeah. Not necessarily the things that they said. Like it's that the th- like part. I mean, the, the, I think there's contentiousness in some of the things that they said, mm-hmm. but like some of the stuff that some of these guys are saying is mirrored in the things God is saying. Like interesting. A, a lot of the like the, the contention of the friends are they're presuming that Job must have failed 
Right. Um, and because Job failed, God has every right to do blah, 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 yeah. blah. Um, which God will also affirm. Like I get to do, I get to do what I want. I'm yeah, the right. guy who should be trusted. You don't know, understand how all this works. I have a bigger <laughs> right, picture. Exactly, yeah. That's most of their argument. To be honest, it's the the problem isn't mostly what it is that they're saying. It's that they're saying it without grace, and they're presuming to know information that they don't know. They're guilty of the same thing that that God is accusing Job of, which is they go, well, we've got this all figured out. This is happening to you because of X. Mm-hmm. But every but the stuff that they describe about God's character, for the most part, is actually the things that God will say yeah, to right. Job. Um, Interesting. But 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 anyway, I, it was so it was so weird. For some reason, I had in my mind that Job was only like twenty five chapters or something. <laughs> and so we're getting into chapter twenty, and I'm like, I can't I, I can't wait for God to speak. There's a lot of blathering in here. There's a lot of dudes. And, and frankly, I, what I thought the other thing I thought was super interesting here, um, like it's an atheist playbook. Job, like if you want to go accuse God, like handling the major things of life, the things that people would accuse God of, Job did. Right. And yeah. And and shallow and religious responses in some ways, like actually right on in some ways way off. The, the friends are hitting it. Uh, and then God shows up. And like, the thing I was waiting for is like, OK, God's just going to I I forgot. Like, I remember the Gerger Lloyds. I remember this. Yeah. But I didn't remember the tenor of it. And I thought, well, what is God's what is God's argument back to all these things that are being said? And it, it, it wasn't what I wanted. <laughs> it, it wasn't what I um it was very non-modern church. Let me put it that way. So, so, like, God doesn't go through and comfort Job. No. And he doesn't go, actually, I, I, I'm taking you to task for what you did, but, like, it was totally, like, I allowed this for you. Like, you didn't do anything to bring this on yourself. Uh, I, I, I actually was in some sort of negotiation with uh, your, your accuser, mm-hmm. and I said, go ahead. Let it happen. I mean, I, theologically, these are difficult things yeah, to do with. Right. Uh, things that we don't, you don't lead with necessarily. Uh-huh. Uh, we, we we should, but we don't. Um, and and the book could have gone on. Like it's not. It doesn't mean that God's limited perspective. Like God couldn't have said more. I think we we definitely have this picture of 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 a more fatherly figure. But like the point of Job was to essentially reinforce that. Like you're going to have to trust me. I I would know. Yeah. I would know what's okay, what's not okay. I know what's good, what's not good. Uh, you're going to have to rely on my kind of macro perspective. Um, but it was interesting. I, like I, I thought of that as you were talking because I, things that I might have just blown by. One, I think the different translation was helpful to kind of I don't know, just take it in with yeah. with fresh eyes. But I, I just felt I was, I, I just wanted like when's when's God going to speak to this thing because these humans are just just blathering around. Uh, and and then I had to I had to reckon with the fact that what God focused on was Him. It, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't the like yes it gets resolved for like these physical circumstances get resolved, but God didn't actually speak to the pain that Job had had gone through. Right. Uh, he he didn't. It was just a reminder of like I need you to remember who you're dealing with. Right. I'm still sovereign regardless of all that stuff. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And as you know, uh, as as a group of non reformers in here. Like you still have to reckon with the reality yeah. that like God gets to do what He wants. Yeah. He should be trusted in the thing that He wants and says is good. Uh, and the things that we don't understand could fill an unlimited number of buckets. Yeah, under a microscope, that book just makes God look like a bully. Uh, yeah, right, right. And I think that's where the the, the caution is: is like if he, if He's not who He says He is, and He can't be trusted as good, then I, 
Okay. Uh-huh. But like, you never accused him. No one goes, look at that good bully. Like, he's really pressing his justice on me and his grace and his mercy. Look at him press it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not, that isn't how we talk about it. But anyway, I, I think it's it's interesting how things can hit you differently when you're not in a hurry. Like, yeah. I wasn't trying to bust through and go, I got to finish Job. But I was like waiting. I'm like, when is he? He's got to be soon. He's got to be coming up Doesn't soon. Does God not start talking to like 38? It's like, yeah, it's like way at the end. <laughs> and you're like, uh, here's Bill Dad's second go round. And Bill's there's fourth go round. I'm like, okay, like we get it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like 38 to 42 or 44 is God talking. Yeah. The rest of it's like this 38 chapters in. Like, yeah. This is insane. And I would say, like, I, I would say the, the message is good for this. We've talked about this before. Messages are pretty good for Psalms, and it's also pretty good for Job. Um, I, again, d- don't use it to otherwise tie theological truths together. But like, if you're trying to get a sense for the narrative of what's going on, yeah, it's pretty good. I feel like the is it the Proverbs like in the message is is weird, right? They're like, don't go in sin saloon. Oh, yeah. In yeah. Sin Saloon? Yeah. yeah. I hope that's in Woke, Woke or Toke today. He I is like... he is folksy at times. He gets, um, like, he uses is, a lot. Is this Sin Saloon? <laughs> <laughs> Do you peddle sin in here? <laughs> There's a lot of, like, swinging hy- doors go both ways in hyphenated, the uh, Hyphenated words, like, God haters or, like, money lovers, <laughs> like, things like this. We're like, I don't, nobody really says that. Right. Uh, for a modern translation that I'm supposed to relate to, I don't. I mean, it's real folksy at times, but okay. it reads well. I want it's like vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes. So is the slugger to who the one Ooh, to the one who sends what is, him. What does the message say? Probably sounds How like does, stop being lazy, you schmuck. Okay, what 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 uh, what proverb is that? Oh gosh, um, smoke smoke to the eyes, like vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes. So is the slugger to the one who sends him. Okay, I think it's Proverbs sixteen. No, ten twenty six. Okay, hold on. Dumb. We're gonna say Proverbs. We haven't done it. Uh, Secular Solomon in a long time, either. 26. The message. I just remember that was on Secular Solomon like 10 years ago, and I never forgot that proverb. Okay. Um, Is is that the one? Oh, yeah. Here we go. A lazy employee will give you nothing but trouble. It's vinegar in the mouth, smoke in the eyes. Eh, I mean, okay. I thought it was just going to end at a lazy employee will give you trouble. Oh. I mean, he's got that right. Preach it. Okay. What were you going to say, Mike? I was I, I was just thinking that I want I want you to think about this week that like ultimately in the book of Job, what God is saying is you need to remember who you're dealing with. Like mm-hmm. like like I know where I keep the snow. Yeah, I know who gives birth where. Right. I told the waters when to stop. Like I like of all the things that like um, he has made relationship available like to humanity. But at the end of the day, you need to remember who sits in the God chair, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, but, like, as you look at your life, right, and, like, like we claim that God is faithful and God is trustworthy. But if you can look back and just think about your current posture of the way that you're living, like, how many times you've pulled that punch into actually completely trusting him because you're afraid of getting hurt. Right. You're afraid that like if you trusted him completely or he is trustworthy in most things. But on these things, obviously, he's given me a mind and a spirit and the ability to handle them myself. Right. Yeah. Right. And so like and these are all good thought processes because those those are true. Like like he has built you in a way that like you're not like 
God, I have to go to the bathroom. Do you feel like I should use the one at my yeah. house or should I leave and use the one at the neighbor's house? Lest right? there be evangelism <laughs> happening. Right. So like, like all those are like, I don't, be I don't think he's down there in the crag, you know, like trying to get you. But like at the end of the day, come to Steve's. there's a, there's a lot of things that like you've, you've pulled off of his table. Right. And you've pulled off of because like Dang. you believe that he would be trustworthy in that. But like uh, you acknowledge it mentally. Like, but like, you don't know that, like, you would acknowledge it. Like, if it was the only thing, like, I, I don't know. I know you guys have probably been in the situation before, but like, you've been faced with a situation where you're like, there is only one thing that can help this. Yeah. There is no humanity that can do anything about this. This is only solved, reckoned, and redeemed by the power and presence of the living God. And that is it. And like no scheme of yours, no like like because here's it was real possible he might not even be partnering with you about it, right? Sure. Almost people yeah. people like <laughs> when they approach prayer, they're like, God, will you help me say this thing to talk to my friend, or will you help me like tell me how often I should speak to this family member or yeah. something? Like, will you get show me how to be involved? And like it's possible God's not even partnering with you. You're not involved at all. Right. You're, you're, you're to That's lean funny. on him directly because zero of this has to, depends on your power. It's the, right because think about the you're, the the direction of what God is saying at the end of Job, right? Like I, I told the 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 deer to give birth in the hollow or all yeah, this stuff. Right. And so, like, if the world turning was dependent on the things you remembered to ask God to do, yeah, the world would have fallen apart a quarter of a second in. Yes, God's like I'm. I'm already. Sp- I got all the things under control here. <laughs> like yes, you know, to- like totally sh- like share for sure. <laughs> yes. But like, are we approaching him as if like uh, as if we've come up with some novel idea that we're trying to get him to jump in on, or that like he's got the things under control already? Uh, he's using our means of prayer as otherwise to reveal to him to affirm that particular point. Yes. Yes, like because wow. you because you get to say like because your prayer posture will start to change, right? Instead of going like, "God, will you help me behave myself? God, will you rid me of this sin?" Right? Like you almost pray in anticipation of like, "God, will you let me see what you're doing today?" And like, here's the things that I feel like like that are going on in my life that I just want to see you move. And if you could let me see it, and I and then yeah. and, and I could praise you and acknowledge that you are a good and awesome God, I would be thankful for that. That I got to see you do this thing. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. like, not to say he won't use you. In fact, the more I think that you posture that way, the more you're open, you, you hear the shepherd's voice, right? Because you're looking for him. You're looking for like a staff in the field that goes, come hither, my son, <laughs> you know, come do this thing. Because you're right. looking for him to move. But like he has moved, he is moving regardless. And without that, without that time and that posture towards him, like I'm not saying he won't move. I'm saying you just won't see it. Mm-hmm. And like that's the crappy, right? All the things that he would like to reveal and show you and like double down that he is faithful and good and trustworthy apart from Isaiah and apart from yeah. Psalms, right? In your own modern living day and like you we get we get so focused on what our role in it is. And right. the focus of Job is God who says, "Remember who I am." The focus of the Psalms is him. The focus of Isaiah is remember me. Me, I will do. You know what I'm saying? And like, but, it, but you, you almost don't want to give him that much, that much faith because you feel like it's dangerous because he might not hold you in a way that you wanted to be held. He might not put you in the place that you wanted to be. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right. So anyway, it, it's just an interesting thing to maybe pray on this week or think about as you're praying or whatever. It'd be like, 
whatever you're asking God to get involved with, like you might not be the linchpin to the whole thing. He might be he might be looking to to see if you're willing to see him acting and moving. And while you're waiting for the thing, he'll have stories of him moving and acting in other people and people around you that are seeing him move. And like all of a sudden like you just start to see the shepherd's voice and understand what he's asking and know that like because you didn't hear from him today about your thing, you got proof that he's moving. You know he's moving because you're hearing his voice doing other things. Mhm. Mhm. Hey, you're listening to Live from the Path. Thanks for hanging out with us so far this evening. If you have any feedback on the show, you got questions about what we were just talking about, uh, or uh, I don't know, maybe maybe Buva misunderstands Job, uh, give us a call on the Bob Eisenhower uh, Live from the Path complaint line. It's 515-517-0085. You can call or text 515-517-0085. We'd love to uh, hear any questions or feedback you have on uh, that conversation or uh, anything else. Real quick. Uh, stuff, stuff. Uh, Nathaniel, did you have anything where you kicked off the year and said, "I want to be a, I want to be a new fella in this way"? Yeah. And it, are you a new fella? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even the end of January. I know. Yeah. I'm a failure. Yeah. He says the calendar's arbitrary. Yeah, I said, you know, this year I'm going to stop. I'm just going to stop stopping at the gas station. I'm going to stop. Uh, You're going to uh, fill up your tank. Well, no, I mean like. Uh, <laughs> Uh, eating uh, for the convenience goods. Yeah, convenience yeah. store food that is full of flavor and uh, delicious and ready delicious right now. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, increases my girth daily. Yeah, and instead of stopping, I doubled down. Yeah, <laughs> that is the opposite. That's the opposite. I said instead of uh, instead of not eating donuts, I will eat six at a time. Wow. Hey, sometimes to be able to change your ways, you got to hit rock bottom, and so all you're doing is inviting rock bottom. I don't know if you that's. I don't know if that's true. Say, so how can I get there? Fast six dunkers. <laughs> but yesterday, yesterday I uh, I said, okay, I'm a mess. I'm I'm a slob. Uh-huh. I hate me. <laughs> <laughs> and I said to my wife, I said, uh, listen, my lovely wife, whom I love, uh, I've spent all of our money on uh, convenience food. Oh no! <laughs> and uh, she says that's that's a rascally thing to do. <laughs> You little silly Billy. And I said, here's what I think. Your wife is very gracious. Yeah, yeah, very. And she's, I can't take her seriously, to be honest with you. Not with that language. <laughs> you silly Billy. How are we going to pay rent? Exactly. It's, <laughs> it's, just, she, it's a chilly willy, you silly Billy. Exactly. What the heck, man? <laughs> I, I never want to go to that Chuck E. Cheese. That was a terrifying voice. I was just, just waiting for an opening. Oh, say, you silly Billy. <laughs> no. Stop it. That, all this needs to stop. None of it needs to happen again. Sorry, Nathan, go ahead. Listen, she didn't say that. Okay. She didn't say any of that. She okay. swore. <laughs> she was super angry. She dropped she the Nephi. No, she won't swear at me. I swear at her, she will swear back. Oh, that's a, that's a real jam you got. No, it's like fun. You know, not like... I'm, I'm not trying to be mean. Babe, swear at me. Yeah. Like, oh, come on. It makes me feel so much better than I did it to you if you do it to me. I say Nessie, you say Nessie. Come on. This is an exchange, baby. She won't do it. Anyways, long story long, uh, she said, hey, what are we going to do to you know correct this situation? And I says to her, uh, why don't you just hold on to my wallet? And I'll de- I'll delete the Apple Pay off my phone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh she, boy! Yeah, she knew she knew I had the Apple Pay in the back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you rascally devil! Yeah, and so she uh, she um, she took my wallet, and well, I gave it to her. 
I was okay. And I deleted the the, the Apple Pay. And today I did not uh, dine upon sundries. Uh, it sounds like you couldn't have if you wanted to. I, I couldn't have if I wanted to. You boxed yourself in. That's Here's the way. The thing. Here's the thing. I'm still a, a man of ill repute. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, before I came here, I was looking around for my wallet. I said, no, she's left it out. I mean, I get that, man. If your house is super flammable, you got to put the fences far out so nobody can get close. And I couldn't find it. So I said, she's done me right. <laughs> she's perfecting she, me. She don't drop no essays, but so, she's done me right. Uh, is the presumption that uh, if you get into some sort of pickle, what do you got to buy gas or whatever? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I don't. I go to work and I come back. Yeah. And I go to work and I come back, and I go to work and I come back, and that takes less than a tank of gas for one week. Yeah. And so by the end of the week, I say, "Hey, I gotta fill up." Yeah. Let's okay. go out, baby. Yeah. Okay. It, I was listening. To, I was listening to a different podcast this week, and they were talking about. You. I know. And they were talking about how even like the most super disciplined dudes out there still don't. You know it. Especially with like uh, you know dietary wise, they they may seem like they're the most you know physically fit and like they have no struggles whatsoever with it, keeping garbage out of their mouth. And they say, yeah, I just don't keep it in my house. Oh yeah, it's like part part of it. I I'm, Ben and I were talking about this a while ago. Yeah, it's like if you see a fire, you don't run in the fire. <laughs> and uh, you know. Just keep keep it keep sage advice from Ben. <laughs> Maybe that's not what Ben said. I feel, I, like I, I feel like I run into fires a lot, fellas. Here's what I'm saying: is that I, yeah, I do. I I see it. And I say yeah, I, I can handle myself. I'm I'm a big man. Big man know what to do. I'm a big man. I can keep my wild on me. I can't. No. I cannot. Dang it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like it. All right, so you're the fellow you you wanted to be today. Like today, <laughs> starting yeah. today. Starting today. Today is the well. I'll take it back. Uh, yesterday, I went out on a trip to uh, to the Hy-Vee to get stuff for house church. Yeah. And uh, while I was at the Hy-Vee, I picked up some sundries. Yeah. And I left them in my car. <laughs> <laughs> well, this morning, I had a little treat. <laughs> you're like a crack addict, man. I'm. Li- I you're like everybody I've ever. Oh, had. buddy! I forgot I put a rock behind my seat. <laughs> I am. I'm a monster. <laughs> I, if you're a monster, I don't want to know what that makes me. I. You know. I, I think Mike's right, though. I think, and, and, and to what you were saying, I think fellas are ba- like we. It's just it's a lack of self control, but then there's also like a real subversive, crafty lack of self control. Like yeah. it, you you have to. This is where I think where Jesus is like, hey, dude, you got to cut it off because at its core, do we don't do things like I can show some restraint very well. Like we're just not very good at it. So you gotta you gotta throw out the computer. You gotta like refuse to ever attend the store all by yourself. You gotta give your wallet away. <laughs> like these are just things Dang that it, yeah. fellas have to do. We're monsters, monsters. I'm a of poster iniquity. boy for no self control. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, I have to get rid of my cell phone, my wallet, my car. I need to move to the woods. Can't have any mirrors. Live off the land. This Can't have saying. any mirrors. Yeah. Hey, buddy. I t- actually, I had a. If you think that I'm, I'm giving myself a hey, buddy, when I see it in the mirror, you are sorely mistaken, sir. I see myself and go, is this what the Lord made? Yeah. Like, look, look at that juicy pop is, there, is, is this what he called good today? Because it doesn't feel right. I, I will rejoice and be glad in yeah. this. I made it good. I don't know what you did with it. <laughs> I'm going to put that on my mirror. Um, so, actually, that was one of the questions that I think has been on my mind, uh, even over the last year which is like where do what do i say no to 
Oh. Like what what urge of mine where I'm like, you know, even even something as simple as um, I read an article. OK, well, actually, the background of the story is super helpful. So part one of the things I thought of just for turn in the year is I said, look, I, I got to live with what I have. I do not need anything new. I don't. Nice. And so the like so the consumables like maybe shoelaces or something. OK, but like. Uh, no trolling the government deal sites to see if I can pick up some sort of subwoofer. Like, I have enough microphones for sure. I don't need any more microphones. Uh, you give I, them out. I have this. I'm like, I'm like, they're flowing out of my car. Like, they, <laughs> they when I open the door, three microphones pour out. Uh, I have books. I have enough. I have plenty of books. I've not read all my books. I don't need any more Dang books. It. I'm studying the book of Matthew probably for at least another year. And so, like, I, I'm, I'm full up on commentaries. And so, like, I thought, I just... I, I don't need anything. My pants will be fine. I don't need new pants. And so I said, like, I'm just, I'm going to have to deal with what I have until the end of June. And so I, I was June? doing real well. Yeah. Why June? Uh, it, it was, it's half the year. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't do a full year commitment. <laughs> I, well, see, actually, I said. By the end the, of the June, I, yeah, I I'll do, see if I need new shoes. That's what you say no to, full year commitment. <laughs> <laughs> I, go through, uh, I go through shoes about once every six months. And so reasonably. <laughs> Better shoes. I just. I was buying. Stop re- buying Crocs. Here's the deal. I was buying really expensive shoes, like embarrassingly expensive. I would buy these shoes like like three figures. I would be into the Hundy Plus. And because uh, like. It's this is outrageous to me. This this cost of shoes. Maybe this is a normal pair of shoe price, but like I just find this outrageous. I'm looking at apartment prices, and so I've I got myself down. I finally found a pair that I that I enjoy underneath, but I thought it would wear out for six months. Anyway, caveat. So the broad point was that this felt good. This felt like I can't just go on Amazon and go, oh, I need a new bookshelf. Now, you're not getting one. You're going to deal with the bookshelves you do not have or whatever. And then last week, I just. Like some uh, earphone uh, uh, plugs that go on the end of your earbuds showed up in the Amazon, and, and like, and Amanda goes, "What are these for?" I'm like, "Did I order those?" I like, I legitimately did not remember ordering them, nor do I remember needing them for any particular do, reason. Do you have the Alexa thing where it tells you something, and then you just say, "Yeah, go ahead," and then it orders it for uh, you or something? No. I, well, so I thought I figured it out after about an hour. I'd read some sort of article where someone's like, "Hey, man, you got I got the Pixel Buds with my Google yeah. phone," <laughs> and it says, uh, "Hey, here's what you how you get the most out of your Pixel Buds." And they said you should get these Comply foam tips, which I've had in the past. And I and I, I remember reading, go, "Yeah, man, they really seal well because my ears are different sizes, the ear canals. I got like a medium in the left and a large in the right. It's perverse. <laughs> Leviticus is against it." <laughs> and so. So, so, so I, I ordered these tips, and uh, but that's exactly what I would do normally. I just go, "Hey, man, they're eight bucks or something. Yeah, I'm going to pick those them. up, no problem." And that was the exact thing I was trying to hold myself from not doing. And, but I, in my defense, and this is what I told my wife, I said, "I won't, I won't use them." But like, I didn't even think about it. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like I ran through my head and go, "Hey, you're not supposed to get anything, but I really want those." I didn't even think about it. I just go, "I want, I should, I'm going to pick them up." And I picked them up, and so anyway. Uh, it's that's it's one of the things I was targeting to do is just like deal with what you have on whatever except for consumables and this is even like socks and I could really use some socks I'm like you're gonna have to do with your three pairs of socks or whatever wash more often or something anyway hey man can I just can I get you some socks no like I'll, you won't buy it it'll be me it'll be a gift no. to you so you don't have to keep wearing the same gross three pairs over and over no. again no it can't I can't take okay. can't right. gifts just, just, I didn't know if it was a giftable situation where you could accept a gift in this city no okay nope. alright let me tell you 
Let me tell you a real quick story about my self-control today. Okay. I was real proud of myself. I got an email from the Uber Eats that said uh, $20 free. Oh, yeah. And I was like, heck yeah. Like, that's, that's a meal. And I found myself immediately at the Perkins part of Uber Eats. Yeah. Looking at a whole peanut butter silk pie. That was $15. Uh-huh. And so I put it in my cart, applied the coupon. I was like, I can get a whole pie delivered to me right now for free like $3.85. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. After all the fees and the tip. And I'm like, I'm doing this right now. And then I was like, wait a minute. Remember the fact that you're fat and diabetic. Yeah. Maybe not a good choice because I immediately thought to myself, how am I going to hide this from my wife? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like she can't, she can't get home and like, she'll look in the trash after she's got to throw away a straw or something. And then there's a whole box yep. of pie. And I'm like, hey, baby, don't worry about that. I'm, I'm fine. And like, <laughs> the whole pie's gone. Everything's good. <laughs> exactly. I ain't the whole thing. It's not like, a risk to me. Yeah, exactly. It's lift. Yeah, it's, it's no longer a temptation to me. Uh, it's gone. Nathaniel, it's the stupidest I, thing ever. We and I did not order the pie. We were just talking about that uh, yesterday about not only like stopping at the gas station and getting the donies or whatever, but like you got to eat them all and then you got to right. stop somewhere before you're home and throw them away. Yep. So there's no evidence to the fact that you bought the donies. And, uh, I mean, I've done like my car is cleaner than it should be because of, I go to the gas station Yeah, and I'm oh, like, this man. is gross. Just, this, and that was, here's the deal. Gross. You can deal with donuts. You cannot deal with like backhandedly deceiving people around you so that you can eat donuts. Uh, and that's where me and me and Nathaniel had a, a joint to come to the, yeah. come to the Lord about it yesterday. See, that's funny is my wife is lovely. And like very recently I ate some ice cream and didn't feel good about myself for it. I was like, man, I shouldn't have had all that. And I was like, and I like, I was in the kitchen eating the ice cream because I didn't want my wife to see me. I wasn't even eating that much. It was just ice cream. But I was like, this is dumb. Why am I eating this? And Gianna came around the corner and like looked at me and like immediately I was like, like I was like a raccoon in a trash can. Literally. Like she just turned on the garage lights outside. And you were kissing another lady in there. Like I'm freaking. And she looks at me, she goes, what? And I'm like, nothing. And she goes, you're eating ice cream. It's okay. And I was like, no, I shouldn't be eating this ice cream. I ate too much. And she looks at me. She goes, you know, if you came home with two gallons ice cream and then went and sat in your office and ate both gallons, like I wouldn't even be mad at you. I'd just be like, well, that wasn't a good choice, was it? And I'd be like, no. She'd be like, bet your stomach hurts now too, doesn't it? And I'm like, yeah. And she'd be like, I mean... Maybe don't do that, but like I'm not mad at you. And I was like, so I love this woman. Oh. If she recognizes that I have some rough stuff going on sometimes, and like a lot of the times I take it out on food, and I'm very guilty to myself on that. But she was just like, I mean, I love you. You're dealing with stuff. Like, don't do it a lot. But like, you don't have to. You don't have to. <laughs> when I come around the corner <laughs> and you got some ice cream in your hands, like, come on, man. Oh yeah, no, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I'm like Actually, an opossum. She, yeah. she freaking encouraged me recently to start spending more money on myself. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what I've done, but this woman tells me I should play more video games. She tells me that I should like go buy more things for myself and tells me if I ate two gallons of ice cream, it'd be fine. I don't know why I have this woman that's very loving to me, but maybe very, very enabling to me. Mm. But like mm-hmm. I bought a Funko Pop recently because I was like, okay, maybe it's a thing I want to start collecting. Like, it's kind of cool. I'm What's a that? nerd. What is a Funko Pop? Like the little figurines in the boxes that you can get of like all kinds of characters. You can get them from like movies and tv shows with a big big head on it kind of yeah like i i like i like the incredible hulk and so <laughs> someone recently bought me one and i was like oh there's like a lot of these out there and so i found a couple at a store and i was like oh these are kind of cool and i brought them home and i had this weird buyer's remorse where i'm like 
I mean, I didn't have to spend that money. Like, it could have just been, I didn't need that. Yeah. And she goes, no, I love this. This is fantastic. You need to buy more. She starts figuring out how I can display them around my office and stuff. I'm like, oh. what the heck? This woman's great. Your wife has done you dirty. She's trying to make sure you're not uh, able to marry again. <laughs> If, if she leaves me and then someone like meets me and I bring them to the apartment, they're like, like, why do you have 48 figurines of the Hulk on your wall? Yeah, yeah. Her, she'll be laughing in her untimely demise hey, from the heavens. Let's, let's be real honest about it. That's not the problem. Yeah, yeah. Like, that would not be what stops me from finding another woman. She's just making sure. I thought the Funko Pop bubble burst. It did. I thought... The That's Funko what I'm saying. Pop bubble burst. <laughs> she's done. Yeah, him, she's they, done I thought dirty. they were like a real collectible item, like a high value, and then the the bubble. Obviously, you know, it always has to burst, and it did. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to sell them. You're I not just, looking for an investment strategy. Yeah, no, like I know know people who do that with like toys and stuff. I'm like, no, I just like I just fun Hulk. He just liked toys. What do we think about crypto boys? Let's not get into that. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk uh, back bye, in the air. You, you guys do that after the show. Okay. Uh, all right. You're listening live from the path. Here we go. America's uh, second fastest growing internet uh, game show, Toke or Woke. Woke or Toke? Woke or Toke. Hang on a minute. You only asked Nathaniel what he was doing for his- <laughs> That's uh, actually true. You did yeah. only ask Nathaniel And then you talked about year. yourself for a while and how you only make six months commitments. Hold on. Hold on. That's because- you criti- Every time we talk about any type of year-end or New Year thing, you criticize it as if it's dumb. And no. so I skipped you intentionally. No, here's what you're going to do. <laughs> that does sound like something you do, Mike. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do, and then we're going to do Woke and Toke. Here's what I'm doing. I'm doing the pick-up, put-down. I don't get mine. Shut up. <laughs> Whatever yeah. you're going to do is dumb. Yeah. What I'm going to do is great. Yeah. I, I need to be a better friend to you because your, your wife has taken the high road. Someone has to be bad cop. Yeah, probably yeah. true. All right, listen. Pick-up, put-down, huh? <laughs> I'm doing the pick-up, put-down. So every month I pick something up and put something down. And then I, when a new month shows up, then uh, then I do I do it again. Give you me pick up the thing you already put down. No, so well I can. So like this month, I uh, I picked up doing sit ups and I put down soda. That's January. Oh, that's that's an amazing exchange. How is it going? Uh, the soda's going great. The sit ups are not great. I hurt myself 15, 15 <laughs> days in, <laughs> and then really fluffed it. <laughs> did you try to do you a full a- sit up? Oh, no, I can do a full sit-up, but I did it on the hardwood floor, and then I hurt my tailbone like an old man, and then I couldn't sit right. Oh. Then I put, like, three pillows underneath myself, and then I was barely doing any work. <laughs> I'm like, man. <laughs> you got, like, a lazy Susan. Okay. I'm old. Legitimately, do, do like, leg crunches, and then do Russian twists. Hold on a minute. I have a, I have a, I have a follow-up question to what I just said. Uh, is the lazy Susan both that pillow that sits up on its own and the thing that spins in the kitchen? No, it's only the thing that spins in the kitchen. What what do you call the pillow that sits up on its own? Like that has the two arms on yeah. it? Yeah. A chair. No. <laughs> I call that a pillow. I've never called that a lazy Susan. It's got to have a name. I don't know what you call that. Lazy Steve. No, it's not a fella. For sure. <laughs> for sure it's, not. It's got two arms. Dudes can't fella. sit on the floor like that. <laughs> okay. I've never heard that called the lazy what, do you, Susan do you, Mike, do you already know what your what your February is? Uh, I know what I'm. Pi- I know what I'm picking up. I'm picking up planking with uh with my daughter. Oh, how long? Like, is it all core exercises that you're trying to do? Or? I don't. I'm not trying to do anything. I'm just picking up and putting down. <laughs> putting so down? like, uh, I'm I'm picking up the planking. Uh, I'm you, putting down Nathaniel. You call Nathaniel every day. With I don't know. Insult. I haven't. I haven't quite decided yet <laughs> yeah. what I'm putting down. I love that idea. <laughs> I feel like it's it's cheap to uh, put down the same thing. Uh, but I, I might also keep the the soda out. We'll have to see. Have you thought about doing keeping like putting down and then just rolling over to the next month, having put down the one thing and not picking it back up? Yeah, maybe. Like yeah. soda and then 
Pick so like, here's the freedom of this is like um, when March comes around, like it doesn't have to be like exercises or food, right? Like I could pick up uh, like playing guitar for 30 minutes a day, yeah. you know, so like, and, and then I could put down uh, like stopping at the gas station or I could put down like uh, leaving my laundry in the dryer or whatever. The heck you should I learn do. a new language. That's terrible. I could pick up learning a new language if I want to. Like, I think it, I feel like it'd be hysterical to hear you speak Spanish. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I only know how to profane in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> True. Same, actually. I speak Mexican menu. Oh. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, it's called a backrest pillow. Oh. oh, they call it a husband pillow. It is a dude. Oh. How su- dare you? Because they are supportive and have arms that wrap around and further support. Oh, no. That's creepy. <laughs> oh. That's a creepy dude. I've been inappropriate with that pillow. <laughs> What? Why would you say that? Reverend sakes, Ben. <laughs> Meaning it's, I've been a, inappropriate with that. Hey, I have ever heard you say. I'd put that down. <laughs> there is there is no context. I don't do even I have been one. inappropriate with that pillow that will ever be acceptable. Burn the husband pillow in Ben's house. Take it out to the burn pit. If I'm ever at your house again, I'm I'm standing in the kitchen Listen the whole time. Okay, literally I'm inappropriate with that pillow. Like, Five six minutes ago, I was I was inviting a guy to be on this show, and the, my cancel only, that invite now. My worry is always like, what if they listen to the last show? <laughs> oh no! And that's what they think. And this is the one where Ben decides <laughs> to say that I've he's been, been inappropriate, inappropriate with that pillow, with the husband pillow. <laughs> What I, I thought it was a was, white pillow. I meant was that it hugged me. That's what I meant. I went, no one whatever, cares what you meant. Whatever you're thinking does not, is not matter. Right. No, that, that's that, that plane's already sailed, man. <laughs> Top ten grossest things that have been ever said on this show. Jeez. I've been inappropriate with that pillow. Oh gosh. Okay. Anyway, token woke woke Yeah, go ahead. Okay. But what did you do? Do you do anything first of the year? What a uh, waste. What a waste of time. <laughs> I, I don't think it's called the husband pillow. <laughs> I don't care what you've been inappropriate with. It. Not in this uh, state. What I, <laughs> it's not legal in this area. Uh, the uh, I, I'm I'm going to use band aids more. Good. I like I get I get infections with stupid small cuts, and I'm going to start using band aids more. Like that's the that's the move. Anyway, I'm going to start saying no to pie a lot more often. Heck well, yeah. success. Put one in the, yeah, in the start calls. <laughs> yeah. Okay, woke or toke? Okay, I'm ready. Y'all ready? Nope, there are no alternative names. <laughs> I made boyfriend pillow. That doesn't help either. <laughs> Never mind. It doesn't matter what, like, it's, it's so sweet, Moses. Okay, all right. We're I want to see what you Googled. What constitutes inappropriate? <laughs> <laughs> what's, inappro- what's inappropriate touch on a husband pillow? <laughs> Show me on the husband pillow no. where you touch No, no, okay, we got to move on. Okay, okay go. me from behind. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, access. Access is that woke or is that toke? Oh, so it could be a weed shop or the name of could new be age a weed church. shop or a new age church. Access, mm. Nathaniel, it's toke, it's toke. Ben, I think, woke I think that's a woke. That's a church. Ben's in for a woke. Mike, I, I'm in for woke as well. Two wokes and a toke. Access is a woke church. Yes, nailed oh. it. Daggum. You should get the tagline from the church. Everybody, ever they always put the motto on the website. That's true. I should grab them. Uh, Holy smokes. Oh. (laughs) Holy smokes. Ben, is that woke or toke? Boy, I just... uh, 
Yeah, okay, Toke. Toke. Ben's in for a Toke. Mike, holy that's smokes. Got, that's got to be Toke. Mike says Toke. Nathaniel. I'm on the bandwagon. Three Tokes. No Wokes. Holy smokes is Woke Church. What? Yep. No way. Yep. I knew I'd get you with that one. Where's this place at? I think that was in Louisiana. <laughs> holy smokes. Holy wow. smokes, church. Holy hold smokes. on. Hold on. Holy smoke. No, no. These are all. Holy smokes is a cult. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hold on. This is on an art, uh, atheism thread on the Reddit. Church of Holy Smoke. <laughs> Holy Smokes. But everyone's running a stupid barbecue. <laughs> that does sound like a barbecue joint. Holy Smokes. Okay, that does sound like an old man barbecue That's joint. That's true. I Come on down to Holy Smokes for some gospel and some brisket. <laughs> James 3. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the High Road. Talk <laughs> on it. The High Road. Mike, Walker Toke. Come on. I'm going toke. Toke on the high road. Nathaniel, the high road. I'm going woke. Woke. We got one woke, one toke. Ben, high road. Mm, toke. We got two tokes, one woke. The high road is a weed shop. That's a toke. <laughs> <laughs> that is a toke. <laughs> okay, hold on. Uh, uh, Access Church is in Lakeland. Uh, Cool. Well, sorry, we were looking for a we were looking for a uh, a yeah, tagline, which you did not provide. <laughs> you just said you just where said it's Lakeland. At. Is that California? I don't know. <laughs> ben, thank you. I got too many tabs open. <laughs> holy smokes! I, I got lost in on holy smokes barbecue. I got this brisket mac and cheese that I'm real excited about. All right, the portal, the portal. Nathaniel, is that woke or is that toke? I'm going to say uh, a tentative woke. A tentative woke. No, you, there's no tentatives. You're okay. in or you're I'm out. I'm full in. Toke. No, <laughs> woke. You're full in. Toke, woke, what? Final answer, woke. Woke. All right. Ben, the portal. Woke or toke? I'm going to go with woke. Two wokes. I'm also in on woke. Three wokes on the portal. Yeah. That is correct. That's a woke. Wow. I don't, I'd like to sit in these meetings when people are naming their church. They're like, what? non-biblical phrase can we use to convince people to come in here space style (laughs) okay holy smoke is in edgewood new mexico okay number three church street says holy smoke is a spirit-filled non-denominational christian church based in edgewood new mexico a short drive from albuquerque (laughs) yeah i don't that's ridiculous okay uh all right one love one love the modest yahoo song ben is that woke or is that toke uh that's woke that's a woke for Ben. Mike, yep. is that a woke or a toke? One, One love. love from the Bob Marley song. That's a toke. That's a toke. One woke, one toke. Nathaniel? We'll go woke. One love. You're going to go woke? woke? So two wokes, one toke? That's a toker. Come on. Mike, that's woke. Wow, oh, come one on. One love church. <laughs> Dang it. All caps. One love. <laughs> is, it a, is there a space between one and nope, love? Nope, just one love. Yeah. All caps. <laughs> that's a woke. One love. Um, spirit fire. Oh, spirit fire. Who am I on first? Is it you, Ben? No, it's Mike. Mike's Mike. Up. Mike. Spirit fire. Woke or toke? Uh, woke. Woke on spirit fire? Yeah. Nathaniel, go, don't give me that face. Woke or toke? Spirit fire. Toke. That's a toke. We got one woke, one toke. Ben, spirit fire. What's it's, tie? It's a woke. Woke? Yep. Spirit fire is a woke. That's correct. Yeah. Nailed it. Dig him. Higher ground. Woke or toke, Nathaniel? Oh, higher ground. That's got to be a toke. It's got to be a toke. That is that is a a full fledged statement. 
Ben, higher ground, uh, or toke. I think that's a toke. Two tokes? Yep. Mike. I'm coming in with the W. You're going woke? Yeah. That's a toke. Ah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> what? How did the portal make it? That's, that's a woke True. church. It's and a, higher ground's uh, out. This one's great. Uh, fresh. <laughs> Just fresh. Just fresh. <laughs> oh, man. Woke or toke? I think, Ben, that's you. Uh, Fresh. Just the word fresh. Toke. That's a toke? Yeah. Mike, fresh. Fresh ministries. Fresh wind, fresh fire. Woke. <laughs> Dance with me. Did you just word association your <laughs> way? got to be it. Nathaniel, fresh. Yeah, woke well, or toke? I'm also on the woke. We got wo- two wokes and a toke. That fresh is, in fact, a woke. Yeah. Woo. Just fresh church. Come on. <laughs> fresh church. The rest ridiculous. of it is stale. Okay, a couple, <laughs> couple more. Lifted spirits. Lifted spirits. Uh, Mike, I think that's you. Uh, Lifted spirits. Woke or toke? I'm, mm, I think that's a toke. You think that's a toke? Lifted yeah. spirits? Yeah. Nathaniel, woke or toke? Lifted spirits. That's woke. That's a woke. Ben, what do you think? Lifted spirits. Uh, woke. Two wokes and one toke? Yeah. Lifted spirits is a toke. Yes. Oh. All right, we got one last one. Huh. High society. Okay. High society. This better be a toke. <laughs> You'd be surprised at some of these church t- I mean, we got holy smokes already. Yeah, that's true. High society. Where am I at? Nathaniel? Yeah, that's a toke. That's a toke. High society. Uh, it's, I hope toke. I'm going to go toke. Toke? Yep. Mike, high society. High society. Better, it's toke. You saying toke? Toke. Three tokes, no wokes on high society? Yeah, it's, burn it. It's got to be toke. Oh. It's got to be. Oh, boys. No. Oh, boys. Say it ain't so. That's a toke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. Good. That was a real risk. Uh, honorable mention is New Horizons was a new church. New Horizons was a woke. Yeah, that could have gone either way, too. Yeah, exactly. That's right on the line. There's also that church on the south. This is neither woke nor toke, but it's called Eagle Vision Church. <laughs> it's, not, it's not on Eagle Vision Road. It's just Eagle Vision. It's just it's Eagle like, why? Is <laughs> <laughs> there something holy about the I mean... Eagles are said to have good vision. Yeah, well, yeah. isn't there an eagle that flies in Revelation? It's carrying like a, a banner or something, if I remember correctly. The eagle, it's the standard. Isn't the eagle on the standard? Oh, wait, that's the vulture. That's the vulture. The vulture and the eagle the problem. Yeah. I don't know. Carry People are like, what's wings? sharp? What, what, what is clear? Eagle vision. Eagle, eagle vision. vision. What do we want people to know about us? We've got good eyesight. <laughs> Eagle Vision. That sounds like an optometrist. Come on down to Eagle Vision. I don't know. Let's say that you rolled into a new town. Like it's been a while since I had to like find a a, a fresh church. Yeah, you know, and fresh like, church. Yeah, and so like you you go into town and like I don't even know how I'd start to to figure these out. Right, like generally I'll go to non denominationals, but like you know I could be sucked into just about anywhere depending on where the Lord leads. But like based on names. I don't know that they lead me anywhere. Right. If you're the if you're the first or second iteration of the church of whatever at your place, I'm not probably coming there. Right? Because you're it not seems, the first Baptist. Here's church. the thing: is it seems like you have inner conflict that I don't want to join in on. Right? <laughs> if you've split a couple times that now we're numbering the iterations of you, I'm not coming. Right? But like also ego vision, I'm like, what's that even supposed to mean? <laughs> I don't even know. What do you do here? Does everyone peer at each other right in the beginning? But then you see the churches that are like half church, half coffee shop, and it's like the monastery. Yeah. It's like, I'm definitely not going there. I bet they've got great coffee, but I'm not going there. We do burn a lot. Like, we burn a lot of calories on like clever names, uh, yeah. you know, and like I, just I, here's what I want you to envision. When you're trying to come up with a name, I want you to imagine... That Paul walks in 
and what he would say about anything you've done, <laughs> right? After just freshly getting his, his butt whooped somewhere for right. the gospel, and he's out there stringing tents together and like traveling, getting in boat wrecks, like doing all kinds of stuff. And he walks into your Hebrews coffee shop and goes, <laughs> Uh, how much Paul, time did you spend on this? <laughs> Paul would just walk in and be like, why aren't you just the church of the town you're in? Yeah, this is the church is this of... not the church of West Des Moines? Of Townville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine him writing a letter to the <laughs> Hebrews. Yeah. But if he means it as a coffee shop. I, you know, it, it is kind of a... like I, I don't know whether I believe in that or not. I have to think about it. But like, like, like churches spend a lot of time like on their branding... And yeah, whatever. And like, how do branding. we reach people? We got to reach the lost, you know? Well, like most normally, the good shepherd. like if, if you take the, the metaphor, like I reach for things, I'm still within like three feet of them. You know what I'm saying? My arms are only so long. And so like, I don't sit in Nebraska and go, I'm reaching for you <laughs> from like a state away. That's not reaching. And so like when you sit at your place and decide these campaigns of how you're going to reach people, why don't you just pray on that? You know what I'm saying? Like, these are the things that like. Like you're the linchpin of your marketing campaign when really it's just God that does. Right. Yeah. Right. So like if God's got you opening a church, you should in full faith open the doors and go, he'll send people. I mean, what am I going to do? Like, I mean, I can talk to people that, but I'm opening a church, but like, do I believe that God will send people to where he wants them without me being the linchpin to doing a bunch of work? Yes. Do I think that God might have me be doing a bunch of work to bring people in? Sure. That's a possibility. But I don't know that it's based on your cleverness, right? Right. right. Or the things that like you can come up with, right? It's like I, part of me wants to just tear everything down and go, like, put your head out the door and go, "We're starting a church. It's Sunday at nine, and then see how many people God shows up with." You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. just let Him do what He's gonna do, and like, stop acting like we have to have a sweet monastery coffee budget, you know, for people to show up here. <laughs> How much are we going to spend on beanies this year, guys? I want to spend zero money on beanies. <laughs> ah, mate. We're, let's just let's make sure that it's the true. heat is on and that the yeah. lights work. We're not the right guys. We go, what should our logo be? I don't know, the bathroom guy? Yeah. Let's use that dude. <laughs> <laughs> he speaks to the common man. Do we need a definite article? Should we be the well or just well? Well, well church. By the way. Well, comma, church. What did you pull up? So, uh, yeah, if we are looking at, uh, these are the uh, uh, pastors of the Holy Smokes Church. No, it is not. These these fellows right here, ladies. Lady, it looks uh, like Roseanne if she had weight loss surgery on the right. I, I, I don't know what I was expecting. Don't, don't tell me I'm wrong. Look at that. No, I got to be honest with you. Like, their entire sound system is in that six by eight picture. Yeah. <laughs> Both speakers and the board are visible. The man is left-handedly playing the guitar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That, like I, you can tell a lot about it. There's points. The guy on the left looks like he failed out of pilot school. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why that's and now not, drives a combat. That should be feeding back something fierce. Like yeah. they're right in front of those speakers. Yeah, this is a staged photo. Of course, like, you two look at that and go, "Let's look at the." That's why the guy's got his eyes closed. It's terrible. Look at yeah. these point setters behind him. You yeah. can't have two Fender speakers pointed right at your <laughs> microphone and not expect to have troubles. Yeah. Yeah. I was okay. hoping this is a video. To be honest with you. Uh, no, that's what I clicked on. I thought it also may be a video, but it was not. Anyway, you should add them on Facebook, see if they want to come on the, on the show. Something tells me they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Roseanne, you want to be in on this? Of course. Uh, His name's Mike, too. Okay, you ready? You want to do some advice? Or do you, have, do you got some other stuff? Uh, oh, oh, was there anything more to that uh, text message? Call oh, yeah. uh, I mean, yeah, I can give me two minutes. I could probably finish it out. But. Okay, yeah. So uh, my brother recently got a new number. And, um, cause he's going through some crap. He's, he's on the straights recently and, uh, got a new number 
and we're talking the other day, and him and I have not gotten along very well most of our lives, uh, but we're we're doing all right right now, which is really nice actually. But uh, we're talking, and and like after forty five minutes of chatting, and he'll randomly throw out these platitudes like, um, you know, God's really got a plan right now, and he does not believe that for a second. But I think he's trying to appease me, uh-huh. and it just makes me laugh every time. He's like, "Man, you know, God is good," and all this different stuff. I'm like, "Agreed, whatever, we'll get past that." And so he's saying to me, just out of nowhere, he goes, "Hey, what's your wife's number?" And I, I tell it to him, and he goes, wait, it's not this number? And I go, no. He goes, can you look that up in your phone and see if you know this person? I say, yeah, sure. So I look it up, and I don't know the person. Trey doesn't know the person. I ask a couple other people that are in my inner circle if they know the person. Nobody knows. And Trey goes, okay, that's creepy. And I go, what's going on? He goes, I've been getting a text message every morning from this number that I don't know. And this is a brand new phone for me. He hasn't had this number more than a week. Ah. Uh, and it's Jesus texts at 5.30 in the morning, every morning that he wakes up to. And it's not even like lame, Jesus loves you. Not saying that's lame, but like it's it's like legitimate, like today you should make certain that you're not walking in fear. Yeah. Because all this, like and it's deep stuff, like paragraph stuff of texts that is just like encouragement. And he's like, man, I'm like six days sober right now. And every morning I wake up and I read this text message about my life. And like, I just sit on that for a minute. And he goes, I've only not said anything because this whole time I thought it was Gianna, your wife. And I go, no, dude, it's not us texting you. (laughs) And he goes, okay, that's creepy. And I go, "Uh uh-huh. And he goes, I don't know who it is. I'm going to text them. And I said, you shut your mouth right now. You are not going to text them. You're not going to figure out who it is. You're not going to do anything that's going to stop that text message thread from coming in. Yeah. Like, you just let that ride. And if they ever stop, great. I'll pick up the slack. You let me know when that stops. I'll ha- I got plenty of people who will text you every morning and say something about Jesus that you need to hear or something about you that you need to hear. And like... When I tell you that this dude never shuts up, even more than I don't ever shut up, like we're both talkers, Trey's worse than me. He literally is speechless. He just goes, man, that's weird. And I go, yeah. And he goes, no, no, like that's really weird. And I go, I mean, it's Jesus. And he goes, no, man, like that's really, why am I getting these text messages? <laughs> and I'm laughing and I'm like, dude, I don't know. But like, I could, I could chalk it up to saying like, you can't run away from him. Like, there ain't no running, especially in this moment. Jesus is like, hey, I got a guy I need you to text. You don't know him. It might have been a number that, like, it was somebody else's number that signed up for a text message, like, a year ago. Yeah. And their number randomly got recycled, and it got to you. We could probably figure out the logic behind it. But you shut your mouth, and you start taking taking that in every morning and going, man, Jesus needs me to know that I don't need to be fearful of this right now. I just need to, like, trust in him. And Jesus needs me to know that I'm not the sol- sum of all the mistakes that I've made, and I can have a a clean slate if I just follow him. And I'm like, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. And like, I immediately get off that phone and I call my wife and I go, let me tell you about my Jesus. And I'm like, how cool is this that Trey has literally been getting a text message every morning, like a full on Jesus thing. He has no idea who it is, thought it was you, and like just has been taking this in every day. And so I'm just like, man, I love my God that's like, yeah, he's not running far enough away from me. He's never gotten far enough away from me and he never will. Even in these moments when he feels lower than low and like he's not looking for me, but I'm here and I'm going to show him that I never left. And I'm like, ah, I love that so much. Yeah, that awesome. is awesome. Yep. So I just figured I'd share that because I was real pumped about it. And I was like, dude, you let me know if those ever stop because I'll pick them up and I'll make sure we get you on a text message thread that does that every morning. Like, good for you, man. Yeah. So I just thought it was awesome. And I was really pumped about it. All right. Ready? Yep. Okay. Here we go. Dear, live from the path, my dear friend 
has discovered that her live-in boyfriend of two years has been hiding $55,000 in credit card debt. (laughs) This man contributes very little to the household expenses, she owns the house, and barely helps to maintain it. Instead, he spends his money on alcohol and vaping products. He refuses to share any details about his debt. What kind of details do you need? He's spending on alcohol and vaping products. Yeah. And doesn't like being asked about it. Of course he doesn't. She has asked him to drink less and stop vaping entirely, but nothing has changed. What advice should I share with her? I don't want to hurt her feelings, but I want to give fair and honest advice. (laughs) Okay, you know what to say. Right. There's... Like, I, I'm having trouble putting together, like, three options. There's two, probably one. Right. Like, one of them, you could go, look, I'm not a good friend to you at all. You should just do whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, you could try that, see how it goes. <laughs> the other one is, is, like, this man does not appear to have any redeeming qualities whatsoever. Nor any respect for you. Uh, right. Like, if, uh, at the very least, and I, I, will, I will say that, like, sometimes, so, sometimes the details don't matter. Like... Uh, oftentimes you, you'll press people for details because you want to figure it. You want to like give people the benefit of the doubt. You want to figure it out. See if you can help them with an underlying problem. Sometimes the details are actually completely irrelevant. Like he spent it on alcohol and vaping products. He's not good with his money. Uh, but to the extent that he's not honest, to the extent that he's not contributing uh, anything to your life necessarily, and is not a trustworthy partner to either establish a long-term relationship, most certainly have children, uh, this is not a good relationship and you should get out of it directly. And like to to be very new agey on this, like there's probably a perspective on her end where she just doesn't like she may not have any idea that she deserves better than that. Like if she's willing to be with this dude for years, let him live with her. He doesn't contribute anything to the house, barely, and is spending all his money on alcohol and vaping. And you've asked him to stop and he go, like does not care on credit. Right. <laughs> These are credit right. purchases. Right, exactly. How much are you using? If you're not contributing to any kind of rent or anything like that, either you barely make any money and you're putting it all on credit, or you make plenty of money and you're spending all of that and then needing credit on top of that to continue your alcohol consumption and or vaping. But like, there's a chance that your friend just doesn't think she deserves any better. Maybe she's been hurt in the past. Maybe she's got her own crap. But like, start there. Like, before breaking him down, just be like, hey, let's talk about what kind of situation you're in. Like, you have a deadbeat of a boyfriend and are living with him and you're just fine with it so far and are letting him walk all over you. Why is that? Well, you broke broke him down as part of building her up. You said before breaking him down, but like, that was your setup. He's a deadbeat. Ah, uh, true. Fine. Break him down, build her up at the same time. Okay, good. I just want to make sure we're in alignment. That is no, that's life. fair. You that's can disparage fair. this man. Just take his wallet. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's what a, he needs. It's a good question, actually. <laughs> is that like, like, where do you draw the line between the man? He needs help, and so I'm going to help him by taking his wallet. Versus, he's a deadbeat, and you should probably cut him loose. Uh, I mean, the conversations that they have together. Like, if if she's attempted, I, I mean, obviously, it didn't say this in the in the in the question, but like, I wonder how much time that they've spent trying to figure this out like has she had multiple repeated conversations with him and he's just not willing to change like has she tried to make concessions with him to try and figure out if there's the common ground that they can find has she tried to be better and help him in some way i don't know about all that yeah maybe you should start using vaping products maybe we can do it together i didn't mean make concessions as if she starts <laughs> drinking and vaping but okay i suppose you could take it that way okay i'm gonna tell you right now this he's full of crap this is not the full story. 
Uh, people don't go $55,000. No one gives a credit line to a man <laughs> or $55,000. What do you think it is? Sports betting? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's sports betting. He's a gambler, my friends. <laughs> this man That's is true. involved in shady deals because, I mean, first of Either all. Either that or he's got 45 credit cards. Or he's, oh, what's he, I mean, they, they're, just, they're just more savvy than they used to be. You can't squeeze out 55 grand in credit card debt without any collateral because you don't own a home on the finger because you purchase a lot of alcohol and vape products. <laughs> that, I mean, that is a lot of Modelo for yeah. sure. I think the man. So I think it's a lot of Modelo. If you could put some things together and go, look, I think the man has collateral enough because he probably has a decent job. Yeah. He treats the woman poorly. He's succubusing off her. He's got no responsibilities there. And like the alcohol and the vape products are just irritants and they're, uh, they're a symptom of a bigger problem. He's 55 grand in debt because he's betting on the ponies. There's a Shylock coming to your home right now. Yeah, this story don't add up. Like, yeah. there's no building blocks to this that makes a castle. He's Every Saturday night, he's uh, he's praying that a 19 year old can make a field goal. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And fe- here's the deal: February's put that. February's coming up. It's time to pick something up and put something down. You start vaping yourself, and then put him to the curb. Yeah, stamp it. What a pickup put down. Yeah, he needs <laughs> picking up vaping, putting down my vaping and drinking boyfriend, putting yeah. down 19 year old boys. It's not like, I, I, like don't it's, ever say that. Nathaniel said it. No, I said he's praying that a 19-year-old can make a field goal. Stop putting any age designation on anything you both are saying. I'm just saying, like, what a ridiculous thing to put money on. That's right. Right. A college student making a field goal. Yes. His hope is in the wrong. Bet on poker. It feels wrong because you're going to ultimatum this man. But, like, it's not not an ultimatum because it's my way or the highway. It's this relationship can't sustain when I'm the only one in it. And so, right. like, that is not an ultimatum. That is a revealing of the yeah. facts at hand. You get 10 feet above that and look down at the situation. You go, this sucks. Yeah, this is not good for you. You don't even need that much of an eagle eye vision, like eagle vision on that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Secular's advice says, uh, if you want to give your friend fair and honest advice, wait to be asked for it. Do not offer it unsolicited because it will be ignored. If, however, she should ask, feel free to let her have it with both barrels. Her boyfriend is a substance abusing freeloader who is unwilling to change, and she deserves better. You don't know that. Uh, okay, so here's what I'm going to say to that: is uh, yes, it's possible they're going to uh, ignore you completely. Uh, you still should say it. Yeah, right? like uh, we like to roll on the metaphors that Jesus goes after the one and leaves the ninety nine. That means he left the ninety nine to go after the one. So, like, uh, you need to say the thing. Like, you are on the hook. For caring enough about somebody to say something. They're like, you don't impinge on my life. Well, what do you think Jesus was doing when he went and picked out that wayward fool that was hauling halfway across the field? Yeah. So, like, uh, yeah, I, I think that's poor advice is to stay out of it unless it's your problem. Yeah. Now, if you have the tendency to stick your nose way too right. far in other people's business, it's a different story. you need to stay out of that. This will be vetted out during your long prayer time that we've offered you earlier in the broadcast. 40 minutes on the way <laughs> <Right>? to work. <laughs> right. You need to talk to Jesus about these things. Uh, but like, if, you're, if your normal play with people that you love is to stay out of it, uh, even if that advice is ignored, uh, you should probably give it. Yeah. Okay. Dear life from the path. I'm irritated by my neighbors, and I don't know how quite to approach it. I live in a densely populated but quiet neighborhood. New neighbors moved in a couple years ago, and after moving in, they hung a wind chime on their front porch. Oh, my. Dude. Wait. This isn't your average wind chime. (laughs) If I had to guess, these chimes are at least five feet long. At first, I didn't think much of it. Their whimsical little melodies you hear every time the wind blows can be cute, I guess. But it gets quite windy here, and I'm constantly distracted by the loud, clanging chimes. 
I don't want to be the type of person who knocks on their door and tells them how I feel. I was hoping you could chime in. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst thing ever is to knock on their door and tell them how you feel. You should see these outside. chimes. They're mega chimes, five feet tall. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's that? How often are you outside that oh, you got to take in these chimes? I bet you can hear them while you're indoors. I, I mean, I can hear my wind chimes in uh, outside of my house. Ben, I've been meaning to talk to you about your wind chimes. Yeah. They are ridiculous. I don't know where you bought these gigantic wind chimes. Like, did you go to the flea market one time and there's this old dude whittling them out and they're like the size of a child and you're like, I can hang these by a string. Oh, neighborhood can love it. That is bold. I took this pipe out of an office building. I'll make it do wind chimes. I did, yeah, yeah, there is a consideration if you move into a densely populated area that like uh, sound does encro- encroach. Of course. And so, I, I, you know, maybe they didn't even think about it. It's, it's possible that they didn't even consider, one, that it would bother anybody, or they didn't even think about it hitting the neighbor's house. Here's what you do. You're going to write a letter. You're going to take it to the post office, and you're not going to put any return postage on it so that they don't know where it comes from. You're going to send them a letter that says, take down those freaking wind chimes. We're tired of it. Sincerely, the neighborhood. Sincerely, butthead. Uh, okay, I have a better idea. No, you don't. It's Yes, it's along these lines. It improves it much. Uh, Can't be. You're going to set out, uh, what do they call the boards with the holes in them where you throw the beanbags? Cornhole. Cornhole? Okay, you're going to set out two cornhole boards. One for keep the chimes, one for take the chimes down. And you're going to allow the neighborhood to vote. Say, look, uh, I'm interested to know how everyone else is feeling. Because this guy could be crotchety, you don't know. If if your whole neighborhood uh, hates him... (laughs) Then you would want to know that. I'm no. sorry. You started this with, I've got a better idea that's much, much better and improves it. Yes. Take a cornhole vote with the rest <laughs> of the neighborhood, which is not a thing. I st- no one's ever done a cornhole vote ever. I stand by what I said. Do you have the red bean bag or the yellow bean bag? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's ISU colors. They have fun doing it. You created community. <laughs> And, and you made it cool. We don't have a homeowners association, but we do have a cornhole voting board. Can I tell a quick aside? I mean, yeah, you it's very quick. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I recently thought a scheme popped in my brain the other day. Oh no! And I thought it was. I thought it, we don't have an HOA where I live, uh, <laughs> but I thought it would be funny if uh, if there were the complaints that I had with my home, uh, like my kids leaving stuff out in the yard and stuff like that. Yeah, I started posting. Uh, HOA uh, notices on my front front door, and then bringing them in as I walk in from work at home. Say, babe, can you believe this? <laughs> HOA says they're gonna find us. Fake HOA notes. Okay, that's pretty funny. I'm tacking on Nathaniel's aside because this dude was telling me about this scheme he come up with, where he he was gonna buy an 800 number and then put it on the back of his rig that says how am I driving. That's great. And then when people call to report him, it just goes to his phone, and then he's like. Yeah, are you that white Honda Civic? And then he's going to tell them how bad a driver they are. I'm like, that's genius. <laughs> that is pretty funny. That is worth whatever it costs to own an 800 number. Okay. All right, I've got a better idea. I got a better idea. Both you're going to go play first. cornhole voting is what you're going to do. <laughs> that's a great idea. Now, here's the thing, Ben. The problem with your idea is you're instantly playing the victim in this scenario. I think you should outwind chime him. Get bigger wind chimes. I think you should construct <laughs> construct Big Ben in your front yard. Yeah, I think you should start a petty war of wind chimes in your neighborhood, and then and then dominate him with like yeah. eight foot tall wind chimes. Here's what I'm gonna say: you, you the are, wood ones. These aren't serious people. Is what I'm saying. 
Cornhole solves. <laughs> you're, you're getting into a tube battle. Here's, you don't even like the sound. You can, you can out-petty this situation by having some serious fun with it. You could you could do like a situation where you start putting lawn gnomes in their yard. And then don't tell them that it's you. But let, yeah. then start doing like a ridiculous amount. Yeah, Pen- like it starts with three. That's not vandalism. It's and then you grunt. get like 25 in there. They're like, what the heck? Why do we have so many lawn gnomes? Yeah. These are the stories that we are not giving our children... For all their days, right? Can you imagine the stories that the kid down the street's going to tell 20 years from now? He's like, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. My neighbor's gotten a wind chime paddle when I was like eight. It's the greatest thing I've ever been involved in. <laughs> and then all of a sudden these lawn gnomes showed up. And then some doofus uh, played the violin victim card and tried to do a cornhole vote. No one really cared about it. No him. one showed up. They, were like, yeah, they don't care about was, those terms. First if, of all, you're going to make them supply their own bean bags, Ben? No. They're going to throw garbage in there. No, I'm going to set them out. I'm going I'm I'm to make gonna them. You're going to set the boards out and invite the neighborhood to it? Someone's going to tip the scales anti or, or four. It's creepy. They're going to throw all the bean bags and act like they're the whole neighborhood. They're just going to start playing a game of cornhole. Yeah, yeah that's right. I'm creating fun, good times. <laughs> Lawn okay. no more. Okay, what's our, our real answer is, look, you should go talk to him about the wind chimes. I mean, if it's really that big of a deal, maybe have a conversation. Now, I, I guess here, I guess here's the, I wouldn't, th- but. that's the first thing you should consider is that like, is this worth any type of hassle? Yeah, right. Because... It can only end up two ways, because if the guy does what you want, you've just forced him to take down wind chimes that he enjoys. Yeah. And so you better you better consider that if you get everything that you want, is that what you want? Right. You've put up with this for two years. I think it's time to let it go. Obviously, you've gotten to a point in life where you sleep just fine. You're not like, it keeps me up at night, these crazy wind chimes. Right? You, you it just gets merely, real windy here, though. You just merely don't like them. We're in Chicago. I think it's probably time for you to let them go. Get that? Nathaniel, it's the windy city. Here's get the some headphones. Yeah. Well, you got to wear headphones in your own house? This is yeah. America. <laughs> you shouldn't have to. That's just, this is America? This is America. You shouldn't have to protect yourself. I don't have to get no headphones in my own house. Get wind wind chime, man. I don't know. Put some extra real patriotic about okay, that. Here's a, if the, if the thing is, he's not malicious about it, right? Like if he's burning a fan right off the wind chimes just so he can hear the sweet tickles. Just like that's just, this is so a different he can hear the sweet tickles? Third grossest thing that's been said but, so far. But if he's letting the Lord ring him, I mean, what are you going to do? You know? Letting the Lord ring him. What we're just do, we're kicking actually, out T-shirt ideas tonight, fellas. You could, uh, if they're metal ones, you could put little magnets on the inside so what they they thunk together instead of ring. <laughs> you're gonna vandalize your neighbor's wind. No, chimes? just on the inside so they won't know. Wait, so you're gonna change into wind thunks? Yeah, <laughs> wind thunks. <laughs> I think what he's saying is they magnetize the one time and they therefore no longer chime. Well, what's no, the purpose? Like, you know of how them? like when you when you hold on to something it deadens it. Yeah. Yeah. So you put. put so they're just little, gonna go. Kung, kung, yeah. Kung, so they're yeah. just gonna collect kung, together kung. And, and then they'll say. My chimes aren't working anymore. Yeah. I'll take them down. My chimes aren't working anymore. I think anymore. at the end of the day, you're missing an awesome opportunity to do anything fun with the situation you're in. Like cornhole. This is what or I'm saying. Or you could, you could buy a buffalo, tie him up outside your place. <laughs> buy a and then, buffalo. And then every once in a while, he's like, he's like causing a real scene. I, on the other hand, Just like, get a rooster. Like, I realize. A lot cheaper than a buffalo. There, these are certain things that you expect when you live in, in a densely populated Yeah. Urban area, right? Like I didn't. I, I grew up in an apartment building. I wasn't like I can't believe I can hear that gal dropping her pots every night. You know what I'm saying? I'm like I live in a paper thin apartment. I, this is just part of my problem. Why does it always smell like a bean and cheese burrito? Yeah, exactly. 
when someone's going to higher ground on the third floor, yeah, I go smell it. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's just what someone's comes with going living in an apartment building. And so, like, you lived in a densely that, populated what area. What does that mean? <laughs> what does it mean that someone's going higher ground? I think that means they might be smoking weed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, when someone's going to higher ground. It's a toke. <laughs> they found themselves a good doctor. I'm just saying, if you moved into a densely populated area and you thought, this will remain quiet and peaceful all my days, there's no chance anyone will ever move in here and do anything that I will dislike. That's true. Right? That's a foolish Aaron, on your part, you yeah. took in the world poorly on the offset. Yeah. And, and I and I guess coming from the other perspective is that when you move into a densely populated area, you don't you don't get necessarily the same freedoms or at least uninterrupted non-opinioned right. freedoms you do as if you're going to live outside of town. Go, go buy a ranch. Yeah, you should be living in the grasslands of Loveland, Kansas, if well, you want to be burning them chimes like you're well, doing. Even then, you're going to find something that your neighbor 10 miles down the road, you're, that guy, he's always crossing his cattle, crossing cross the pasture, across my land. No, that's There's true. There's always something. Apparently. There's always Daniel's something. Always something. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Moving to Yellowstone over, over there. Yeah, you don't have to do any, you don't have to be mad about any of these things. These are your choices. Why don't you enjoy the wind chimes, right? Yeah. Get the family together. Love them. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ready? Secular says... Make it your business to find out what the noise ordinances are in your neighborhood. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah, you're lame. Then become the type of neighbor who knocks on their door. Even better. This is how you make friends. You should write a book, Secular, on how to get the neighborhood to like you. When you do, wear a smile and bring along a small gift. Like a small set of wind chimes. <laughs> Can we compromise on a smaller set? Look at this thing. Explain that you don't want to appear to be a complainer, which you are, by you're the way. literally at their door. <laughs> but could they please modify those wind chimes? Because on windy days, the constant banging gives you headaches, which is a lie. If they are good neighbors and cooperative, be grateful. However, if they aren't, you may have to pursue legal means. Oh, please take that to the cops. Please. Uh, okay. Please take that to so the cops. So Secular's advice is be a nitpicker and a liar. And then tell them you're not doing either of those <laughs> things. And then threaten them with legal action. And then you're going to get recorded by them, and they're going to post you up on their YouTube and be, be like, Karen. Um, excuse me. Can we talk about your wind chimes, Karen please? Karen, talk to me about my wind chimes, and you're going to get a million views. But could you get smaller wind chimes? You suck. Uh, okay, you want to do one more? You got time for one yeah, more? Yeah, let's do one more. Okay, last one. Dear Life from the Path. I recently married, and my 19-year-old son and I moved in with my new husband. <gasps> my son works full-time and goes to school part-time. My husband expects him to do dishes and other chores. My son does take, does take care of the recycling and trash on a weekly basis. I work from home part-time, and I don't mind doing the chores. This is causing a lot of contention between us. Am I wrong to defend my son? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's probably dirty in them dishes. So he takes out the trash and the recycling weekly, once a week. Yeah, he's he's square busy. Nineteen-year-old yeah. live-in son. Yeah, this like uh, uh, this man who you've married. If he's a good man, he's looking at this son who I hope that he cares for and goes. He's not ready for the world with this right. behavior, and so I, I I'm expecting him to do more. His room's probably a mess too. This is fine. Yeah. Do you know what's uh, waiting on the other side of freedom for your son? Doing his own dishes. And vacuuming his own house and doing his own laundry. Yep. And also taking the recycling and the garbage out once a week. The exact same life that is meeting him at your house is the exact same life that meets him at his own, uh, but it's shared between three people. He should be victorious and happy. But Johnny works so hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. Like, I, I, I get what you're saying. You're trying to be like, look, my son is, uh, he's going to school to be a whatever, which you didn't mention. And he also works full time. So he's not a complete slouch. Right. Yep. But like, yeah, neither am I. I work a full time job. I got to go home and fix crap. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to take garbage out and clean things and whatever. Like, uh, this is not unreasonable for your new husband to ask for. Yep. Agreed. And you're creating teams of you and your son versus your husband. And this problem seems squarely on you. Yeah. Nathaniel?
Excellent. Instead of bringing the fire. <laughs> Let it rip. <laughs> Yo, Segular says, you should not have to, quote, defend your son. There are now three adults living under the roof. Your son is not a freeloader. He's working full-time and taking classes. All three of you should be doing this, and quotes other towards as needed. And you should all be in agreement about the timing and rotation of people do that, do what, and when. Yeah. I want, good luck trying to get a 19-year-old uh, guy to agree... Uh, on a fair and equitable <laughs> equitable solution at your place, right? Like, if he's still living at your house and not seeking independence from you, uh, my guess is going to be like, he's going to complain about any responsibility that you've given him. It's just the wrong thought, though. Like, I, uh, I, I, one, I don't know that it has to be everybody does the dishes. I mean, work it out however your family works best. Like, maybe everybody, maybe somebody just does it. Who? I mean, I don't know if it matters, but like... uh. I, I think to Mike, to your point, the, the guy's got a, yes, he's going to class. I mean, I, I, nobody goes to class 40 hours a week. Full credit loads 12 hours. Right, yeah. Uh, and I'm glad that he's working. That's also good. But, like, normal life requires that you just don't kind of float around and not have to do your laundry and uh, pick up after dinner and all the things. And so, like, again, I, I don't just, I yeah, I don't think you're, I don't think you're doing anything, anything for him. Yeah, you don't earn your way out of having to help around the house. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, you should want to out of gratefulness. Yeah, right. This is how we view God's grace. Yeah, you're working right? a full-time like, job. You're probably not having to spend any of that on rent. Yeah, yeah. We're basically saying, look, because of what you've been given, your behavior and outlook on life changes. Yeah. And so you behave in X way. What a great way to be able to go, man, I'm super excited to be able to serve my family this way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You've been listening to uh, Live from the Path at livefromthepath.org or any uh, aforementioned uh, podcast provider. Well, where do you listen to the show on? I listen to the show on Player FM. What an old man thing to say. What? What? Move You geezer. <laughs> how Back did, in how my did... day, we used to use, play it on the Player FM. That's you. <laughs> it's the fr- it was the first There's pod- all kinds of cool podcast things out there like Feedburner. <laughs> like, Feedburner? Yeah. That sounds like a toke. Ben, is Feedburner a legit podcast? No, they closed that down. It was yeah. a- Oh, yeah. Huh? <laughs> I get mine on the feed burner. That's the cool one. I don't do that. That closed down and doesn't work anymore. I use Apple Podcasts. Yeah. They do, they do everything for me. I don't I don't have an Apple You can product. listen to them on Amazon. Yeah. I, I play them on anima, Amazon. Yeah. I could, but I already have Player FM. Use the Amazon. <laughs> I don't need to use the Amazon. It's way better. I, why? Yeah. It plays it, and yeah, I can high, pause it when I want to, and I can speed it up or slow it down. It's, it's higher, real nice. It's higher audio quality on the Amazon. I yeah. don't think that's true. Yeah. It's 4K. You don't even know what that means. It's coming at you in audio HD. Yeah. Hey, yeah. what's what's another podcast you guys listen to? Uh, I listen to a podcast called, called Time Suck by Dan Cummins. Hmm. I don't feel like I could answer in any way that you weren't going to be disappointed in I'm me, not disappointed. So. Like, they're literally telling you this is a waste of your time, and you listen to well, it? Well, he goes like, you could get sucked into something and spend 40 hours on it, or you can listen to my podcast for an hour and get all the details. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nathaniel, you listen to any other podcasts? Yeah. I listen to plenty of podcasts. You listen to Dave Ramsey. I used to listen. I actually did. I used to listen to a lot of Dave Ramsey, and then I gave it up. He listens to Phil Wickham. I said, it's Phil enough. Wickham has a it's enough, Dave. <laughs> Phil Wickham does a hair swoop that I can't take in. He's got a hairstyle of a, of a 21-year-old man, and he's like 48. I've recently been taking in a lot of the Bible Project, especially now that yeah. uh, this, uh, this fresh year. They've switched it up, so it's less boring. Oh, uh, you you liked that? It was it was boring before. Oh yeah, it was way boring. Mm. I didn't think it was boring. Before. I, I mean, I listened to Tim Mackey. I've listened to like I liked him. I liked seventy five percent of his stuff. Yeah, I listened to, to to a lot of his uh, you know sermons and lectures yeah. and stuff. 
Um, Why was the Bible Project stuff boring? It was just so boring. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just Can you throw any more adjectives out there by chance other than boring? It's just they were talking, they were table, and the guy's asking questions. <laughs> hey, Tim, what do you think of this? this is, you've described our show You're completely. This is us. <laughs> You're on a show like that. This guy's asking questions, and what do you think about this, Tim? <laughs> Yeah. Insert, what do you think about this, Ben? And then they, That's us. They hired this lady who worked on the NPR, and now it sounds like uh, like uh, the, what's that show called on the NPR? All Things Considered. All Things Considered. Yeah. No, Radio Lab. Radio Lab. Yeah, not that one. I used to listen to ra- a lot of Radio Lab, too. Yeah. Why am I the old man in this situation, then, with what you're saying? I used to listen to a lot of NPR. I'm not surprised by that. I took it in. Those boots say NPR right now. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to let you guys go. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us on Live for the Path. We really do appreciate it. Uh, we uh, might uh, might just as well see you next week. In the meantime, be faithful in the means. God will handle the ends. You've been listening to Live from the Path. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's this thing? Yeah. yeah.